welcome back to the That Got Me Thinking podcast. I'm your host Natalie and today we are going to be talking about something we can all relate to which is fear. So I went to a beautiful yoga class this week where the focus was on flow, feeling into your body, observing tensions and thoughts, emotions that seem uncomfortable. And one thing my lovely instructor Oriana asked us to do was set our intention of what we wanted to try and let go of or release during the yoga practice. And the thing that initially came to my mind when I thought of what I wanted to release was fear. But it got me thinking about the type of fear, because this was not the overwhelming, paralysing fear that I'd had and on occasions felt, but this was a dull, aching fear. The one that lingers in the background until it saturates your thinking and leaves you forgetting that it's even there because it's taken over. It's the type of fear that creeps up on you until you're so used to feeling this negative emotion that you don't even question it anymore. Because our brain cell is there must be something to fear and our fight or flightiness, social media and at the moment the coronavirus help fuel this fear. My intention for my yoga practice was to attempt to release the fear even if it become a comfortable blanket. Which got me questioning, could I replace the fear with lightness? A feeling of, and an intention. A power and a freshness. Looking at my breathing and allowing to breathe in light and optimism and breathing out fear. Is the calming power of the breath and light able to balance out the chaos of the fear? I realised then that our intentions are key in everyday life as well as yoga that we choose to think and believe in and have faith and understanding. We allow these with our intentions and it made me think of an article that I wrote when I was, that I was lucky enough to have published a few years ago called Finding Happiness and Learning to Trust. And while I was choosing the intention in everyday moments to stop the fear and release things we get to choose we get to choose our moves our responses our beliefs and our happiness so i'll read you that article out now striving for the elusive feeling of happiness we say the word a lot and we expect to feel happy a lot but what does your version of happy look like there are books written on happiness courses on happiness but do we know what really makes us happy Happiness is like an elusive enigma that we're ultimately trying to achieve with our goals and our actions. Striving for happiness has become our cultural norm, even if we don't even realise it. If I dig deep down enough into the goals that clients want coaching for, whether it's business, confidence, anxiety, help them find out who they are, the why behind their goals is always because I want to be happy. People think that if they could just achieve this one thing, own this one thing, be more this or feel more that, and then that would make them happy. We were all aware that happiness is the goal, and we were all striving for it. Once I get the bigger house, I'll be happy. Once I lose a stone, then I'll be happy. But are we looking for happiness in the wrong places? In shopping and consuming, on our appearances to the outside world, in searching for love for the next promotion, when that thing we've been trying to obtain and achieve doesn't make us happy at all, it can lead us quickly to feeling resentful and empty. What we forget to realise 
is what happiness means to us. We're all different, all with our own quirks, unique ways of looking at the world and what makes us feel alive. It's very likely that my idea of happiness, a feeling of contentment and inner well-being, is likely to be very opposite to what would make you happy. Neither are wrong, we're just as individual as we are. Happiness will not necessarily come from buying more things or eating more cake, although that might help. It is our responsibility to find out what our own personal happiness prescription is. What lights us up, makes our heart happy and our soul sing? What is that one thing that you look forward to doing and try to make a priority in your life? It's our duty to ourselves to find out, to search beyond the material, look inward and ask ourselves if any of the things that we do on a day-to-day basis are really making us happy. We're so busy, caught up in the hustle, being determined, driving forward and taking action, that we miss the bigger picture synchronicities that are being shown to us. Perhaps what we really need is to slow our pace, trust that we are being guided in some way and the paths that are being shown to us to help us succeed, but only if our eyes are open to the signs. We must slow down to help us to be able to see the process, the small pieces of information that are essentially the answers we are looking to achieve. There is reassurance in knowing that we are not only being guided, but that whatever lies ahead, we will be able to trust and believe there is a reason for it. My happiness comes from knowing that whatever lies ahead, wherever that looks like, I'm supported and I'm being given this situation for a reason. As a gift, although it doesn't always feel like it, to propel me higher, get me closer to some type of goal that I've set, to empathise and for an opportunity to grow. You think of a time when you experienced what felt like a disaster? Redundancy, diagnosis, heartbreak, bankruptcy, accidents, addictions. These are usually the times of great growth, as often we become so desperate that all we can do is trust by putting our faith in something bigger than ourselves and trusting the process entirely. We are liberating ourselves from the hustle, from the ground. We know that we must work hard, we know where we want to be, but we don't necessarily know the how. How are we going to get what we want? We don't need to know the how. We just need to trust in the process. To those who have their five and ten year plans, everything seemingly planned out, things could change in an instant. One phone call, one opportunity taken or missed, one conversation could change the outcome and course of your life. I feel a great sense of relief and peace from knowing that everything not only happens for a reason, but also for your higher good. Life works for us, not to us. Slow down. Look for the path, learn the lesson, hold the belief that comes from trusting in the process, keep the faith and find out what your happiness looks like to you, not society's version. Live your life your way, get rid of the expectation from family, society and social media. You have a unique path with unique gifts, know that they will be used to fulfil your highest potential. So trust, strive, know your happiness, believe in yourself and the process called life. So I think that this article's message is really relevant for today's podcast in terms of the situation being faced by the world currently. The idea that fear is all around us, but we can set an intention to focus on something different. To breathe, to trust and believe. Feel the fear, but know that there's always a choice to accept and let go. So I have quotes for this week. Rudyard Kipling said, 
of all the liars in the world, sometimes the worst are our own fears. There's a beautiful Hindu scripture that says, who that sees all beings in his own self and his own self in all beings loses all fear. And the third and last for this week is by Anais Nin, who says, life shrinks or expands in proportion to one's courage, which I think is a lovely one to end on. So I hope you've enjoyed this week's podcast. I'd love to hear what's got you thinking this week.